How are we doing, everyone? Uh, my name is Tommy Birch. Uh, welcome back to Tsunami Talk. Today, I have a guest, uh, Juco product, senior running back for UMass, Ellis Merriweather. How you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. I appreciate you having me. Crazy thing is, I actually got my Garden City shirt on right here, too. So really? Perfect yeah. time. All right. That's perfect. We'll get, to, we'll get back to that later. All right. So um, to start off, you know, just to let the people know who you are, uh, Ellis racked up 1,100 yards and five touchdowns on the ground last season for the Minutemen. And uh, you were actually the first UMass player to rush for 1,000 yards since you guys joined the FBS. Did you know that? Yeah, they, they, they told me about it after, after the season <laughs> last year, but I didn't really pay too much attention to it. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like that's pretty cool. It's a huge accomplishment for anybody to rush for 1,000 yards in the FBS. So being able to do that is pretty cool. No doubt, no doubt. So uh, let's talk about uh, your life before UMass, Garden City. So uh, you started off as a, uh, you know, a lower-tier prospect, but you made your way to Garden City Community College. And uh, during your first official season, you know, when you got the opportunity, you played, played pretty well. You had a couple, like, high-intensity games, you know, saw a couple uh, 70s, 80s, 90s Russian yard games. So uh, um, how was the experience at Garden City? Uh, it was good. I kind of came in there as a young dude, like it was a, it was a powerhouse Juco. So there was a lot of power five bounce backs, a lot of really talented dudes that might just not have got like the school, what they needed to take care of um, and other reasons. But I was around a lot of competitors and a lot of great people whose only mentality and mindset was to win. So it was perfect situation for me, perfect environment. So like I was coming in as like the third string running back, but at the same time, we ran the ball like 70 times to 80 times a game. So like, it really was okay. I was taking hits off my body and still learning as a young dude. But the biggest thing was I got to get the game time experience as a young guy. So I could really understand like what it takes to be a real running back at the next level. All right. Well, uh, so that helped to get to UMass. So that helped prepare you for the next level, right? Mm -hmm. So once you got to UMass, what was the, the difference like with it in Garden City? Um, just like I'll probably say it was a lot less. Like I, I came from a powerhouse junior college. You know, UMass probably wasn't considered a powerhouse football team when I got there. So i probably say just maybe, maybe like the culture a little bit, but I say that very lightly because, I mean, we still had a lot of great coaches and a lot of great people who were trying to instill the mindset to what it takes to win. But I just feel like just between Garden City and my experience personally, it was probably just – the culture and just the mindset. Um, just because when you come off a zero and twelve season, one and eleven season, sometimes it might be hard for some dudes to like understand. You got to watch that out and try and accomplish the goal that you have for the upcoming season. At Garden City, when I got there, they had just won the national championship, and then we went back. This is what the shirt is for, but um, we went back to the national championship my second year there. So it just just the winning was the culture over there for a period of time. And I was in the prime of, it. you know, but UMass, they've had their winning seasons and we're trying to get back to that now. But I think that the difference was just that at that time, the culture that I walked into in junior college, it was all about winning from the moment you woke up to the moment you went to sleep. It was football, football, football. And I can honestly say that it was literally like the Alabama Junior College. Yeah, I mean, like you come from, a, you go to a, a school that's been constantly winning for years at the JUCO level. Like it's going to be different than going to a school that just joined the FBS in what 2016, right? Right. 
I mean, you guys had a lot of success, like, in the late 90s, stuff like that in FCS. But, exactly. you know, it's, it's, it's a change of pace. But that happens for every team. You guys are going to fight through the adversity. Division no one doubt. athletes. No doubt. So, um, what made you choose UMass? Um, it really was just, like, when I stepped on campus, um, I felt – I just felt kind of different. I felt it was a great opportunity for me to step into – um, it was a, it was a, a big role that was in front of me um, for the taking, and um, I've always been somebody who kind of prides myself on taking advantage of the opportunity. And you know, I I, I would rather be the underdog than being on a, a loaded team and just be an average role player. You know, I'd rather be the star player or just somebody who is a leader and can be counted on on a, a lesser team, It'd be just to show people that it doesn't matter where you're at. Because as long as the culture within the environment is where it needs to be, then winning will come regardless. So, yeah, I just thought it was a great opportunity. And when I stepped on that campus on that visit, I just felt the love and I just felt like it was the perfect opportunity for me personally to, to get the job done because they, they, they really take care of school too. Like You had to take care of school when you come up here. It's a really good institution. Um, so you, you're challenged on the field and off the field. So it's never really no downtime. So it, it was – when they told me that it was a top, at the time, it was like a top 20, top 25 uh, public school in America. I was just mm -hmm. like, yeah, I think this this might be the spot for me because I can grow on the field and off the field. Yeah, because, uh, like, you know, we're students first, first athletes second, you know? Like, 100%. We're going to college, yeah, so. As um, corny as it sounds, but, I mean, it's 100%, you know, because now that I have my degree, like, I feel a lot better about myself and, you know, my mom's happy, so it's – you put the work in, but like it, it really helps you. And I, I got a lot of opportunities that present themselves right now. Um, even though football season, my football career isn't over, but it's that going to school and, and making sure that you're actually taking care of your work and taking advantage of the opportunities and resources that they provide. Like it, it puts you, it puts you in a way better position than other people who just go to the party every day. So yeah, and I mean, I think the best way that I've ever heard it, it might be like it sound might sound dumb it's we're student athletes not athlete students you know yeah for sure so, for sure you know work on yourself off the field and on the field so 100%. um all right let's talk about football you were talking about how you know you got you got one more year left right mm -hmm. so uh for football for you uh when did you start playing why i started playing when i was seven i was six um it was just something to keep me out of trouble keep me busy um my parents, like, they they the ones who kind of threw a ball in my hands, but i always been a basketball player. So, like, I, I thought I was going to the NBA. I, I was training and preparing to go to D1 uh, for basketball, like, my whole college career. I mean, my whole high school career, excuse me. Um, but, yeah, I started playing football when I was six. Started playing basketball when I was three. So, for those first three years, it was just basketball, 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 and then you know, one day it was, because it was a certain age limit where you could play tackle football, and the age limit was six. I didn't play flag football. Um, so, yeah, once that time came, he was just like, well, so-and-so's about to go sign up for a football tryouts. Like, you, is that something you want to do? I was just like, I mean, I guess, yeah. So when I when I went there, you know, I got the pads and got my helmet fitted and everything, got the little $1 mouthpiece you can get from Walmart. And then, um, uh, yeah, man, it was just like, as soon as they gave me the ball, like, I just worked magic. And, like, I really can't explain it. I just remember, like, Every time I touched the ball, I scored a touchdown. So, you know, my, my dad, he recorded every game. After the games, we'll sit down and watch the film. 
like at six years old, seven years old, we'll watch the film. Um, and then we'll also watch like the greatest running backs of all time. So you got Walter Payton, Barry Sanders, you know, like Larry Zonka, like it was all like the greatest, the greatest running backs on there. So I used to watch that tape like literally every single day, every single, we didn't have cable. So like I was, I was using that VCR for sure. Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of how it started. And then after that, it just kind of took off, you know, like, like I said, it was just it's playing sports was just something to keep me out of trouble and, and keep me keep my head on straight. So, you know, I was doing AAU basketball, then AAU basketball is over with. Then I go to uh, league football. Then once league football is over with, then it's league basketball. Then after league basketball is competition football, like because like they, it's not AAU football, but they still had like their own travel travel yeah, yeah. league after the All Star game. So like just nonstop 365 days like I'm doing something playing a sport so really it was just to keep me act active and in shape and out of trouble but at the same time like the more and more like I started to play the more and more I started to see how good I was other people started to see how good I was and I just naturally gravitated towards it mentally because just that competitive edge I don't know like just the way I grew up like it's just it feels good to be able to run out there and release some adrenaline and some energy, you know? So, uh, yeah. That's a good answer. I couldn't ask for better than that. <laughs> so, um, speaking of like, you're talking about the competitive edge, like what motivates you to work hard and succeed? Just, you know, I come from humble beginnings, man. So, um, you know, not to get too, I don't want to get too much into detail about it, but it's just, I've, I've seen my, my parents at their worst and I've seen them at their best and fighting claw to, to get to that, that top. Um, so I just, I just, I know what it feels like to be at the bottom and just that feeling like I never want to go back to it. And when I was, when I was seven years old, like my mom told me like the only way I go to college is if I get a scholarship because they can't pay for it. So like when I was seven, I really locked that in my head and just like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. So of course you got growing pains. Of course, like life hits you and, you know, once you get to high school, I'm sure you know what it is. Like, it's a lot of distractions and stuff. But I kind of always just made sure to keep my head on straight. And I was kind of like a like a popular loner for real. But, like, I it, stayed, it kept me out of trouble. Like, everybody knew me, but, like, they knew that I wasn't tolerating any BS. And, you know, I just kept my head on straight. So it was – is it the motivation, you know, it's just for myself, it's for my family, my future family. But also just taking pride in, like – being a good teammate, a good leader, and, like, just trying to win. At the end of the day, like, I'm just trying to win. You know, like, that's just the simplest way I could put it. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, working hard and, you know, doing all that for your family, respectable, totally understand that, you know. And, um, well, you know, so your dad was huge into helping you with football, like, watching film, all that, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, other than that, like, What's your favorite part of football? Like, is it the environment? Is it like what you had with your dad growing up? Is it the brotherhood? Like, yeah, um, I'll probably say like, like if you asked me that question, like in high school, like senior year, like four or five years ago, I would have said it was the the scoring touchdowns and like getting getting the long runs, you know. But now, like, it's definitely just the locker room and like when you're around like a good team, a good environment, a good culture, like you appreciate it so much more. So I definitely say now that like I'm a little more mature that like I appreciate the locker room and my teammates and just like the staff, like just everybody, like just the laughs, the jokes in the meeting rooms, and, like just the weight room sessions, like everything, just because it's at the end of the day, like now I know that I can go on that field and, and, and do what I need to do. But 
the thing that makes it fun is because it's a lot more of a business now than it is like just actually having fun. So I probably say the relationships that I've been able to build for sure. You're giving me really good answers. You're making my job so easy right now. <laughs> All right, so I'm on to the, uh, the fun questions, right? I got a couple things, right? We're just going to sound off a couple, couple things, right? So what's your go-to pregame meal or snack? I barely eat before games. Like, they, um, like at UMass, we're so blessed, bro. Like, uh, especially at the home games, UMass Hotel, like, they, they set up a whole thing for us. So, like, like, it's so much good food, but I really don't even eat it. I don't touch it before the games. I never really ate before the games. So, like, honestly, like, I'll probably just grab, like, like an omelet, and literally that's it. All right, then how about the post game then? All right. For sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Facts, facts. The post game, definitely. So, first off, they give us Chick-fil-A. So oh, that's that's, that's a go. So you get the Chick Fil A right right after the game. Then after that, my teammate, his mom, his parents come to every game, and he's my my roommate too. So uh, one of my roommates. So his parents bring like a homemade meal every after every home game. So then I get that, okay. And then on top of that, I cook myself. So I would have had some leftovers waiting on me. So I'm getting a good three meals to make up for the meals I didn't eat before. So um, I'd probably say that salmon. I like I like to make some honey. It's some honey teriyaki salmon uh, with probably some pasta and some broccoli or some kale on the side. So yeah, I get I get like the best of both worlds, honestly, after the game. So I, I that's why I have such good games because I gotta you know I gotta earn the meal after. So that's that's how I look at it. And I'm happy for you, but I am so jealous. <laughs> you know what we get? We get at the at a D three D three program, mm. protein bars. <laughs> yeah, see, at JUCO, I know the struggle though. Like at JUCO, we didn't even get protein bars. Like our practices would be during dinner. Dinner was at five o'clock to six thirty. Practice was five forty-five to six thirty. So. You know about practice, you've got to get there a little earlier stretch. So we don't even eat dinner. Like at Juco, we didn't get to eat dinner. So like sometimes the coaches, they might bring some cheeseburgers after or some ice cream. But like for the most part, you're not really eating. So I definitely, definitely understand your struggle, bro. I hope I hope you at least got like your mom's able to send you ten dollars here and there so you can get a pizza or something. <laughs> I, I know how it is. Now, I'm just feeling bad for my fellow linemen over at the at, at right. Juco, you know what I'm saying? They right. gotta eat, right? <laughs> you sure gotta do, get their yeah. We're just eating Wendy's and Little Caesars every day. So probably not the healthiest stuff. But, I mean, you know the $5 pizza, though. I mean, it could probably, yeah. fill, you up. It'll yeah. probably fill you up enough. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next up, uh, favorite pregame music, like artist, playlist? Mm, that's a good one. I'd probably say Lecrae. I don't know if, I don't know if you know about Lecrae. He's more like like a Christian rap, gospel rap. On On that, like, he's more on that verge, but he's not. He wouldn't identify himself as a Christian rapper, but it's just the stuff he's speaking about. It's more towards the gospel than it is yeah. rather than some other music. So I'd probably say him. And, you know, like my music changes all the time. That's why I say him because he's the most consistent for me. But, yeah, definitely Lecrae, probably number one up top. I'm going to have to look into him for sure. For sure, no doubt. All right, and uh, last up, uh, what's your favorite NFL player ever? Ever? Yeah, Ever. We can do right now too. We can do both. For sure, yeah. Ever gotta be, it's gotta be Barry Sanders or like Shady McCoy, just because oh, what shit. they can do with the ball in their hands. Like, I know I'm a bigger running back, so like a lot more people just expect me to be a bulldozer. But like, 
I grew into this body. I didn't used to be this big. So, like, when I envision what a running back is, that's what a running back is, somebody who can make somebody miss. That's what a running back used to be. You know, nowadays, that's probably not what a running back's meant for in, in, in this new league. But Barry Sanders is shady just because of the, the moves that they're making. You know, I studied them so much just to try and be able to incorporate that into my game, man. You know, I'm big, but I can I, I got a little shake too. So I mean definitely, now we got very, now we got the uh, the Derrick Henrys and the Jonathan Taylors of the league. They're just like right. bulldozing kids, just right. straight head down, plow every time. All right, I so what about, every what about now and then. <laughs> Hey, I saw your highlights. You, you got you, you got a little shift in you and I, I see you I see you running over kids. All right, so what about right now? So I don't know, is Shady your right now or you got anybody that's in the league like that you just like to watch, you know? Mm, Alvin Kamara. He's he's actually from like right down the street from where I stay too. So like really? I grew up him, Lorenzo Carter, um, Miles Autry, like that that Norcross team was stacked and loaded back in uh in high school. So I grew up watching Alvin Kamara throughout his uh college career, Juco career. I think he's probably my favorite right now just because his versatility and that's what I feel I can provide to the game too. I can catch, I can run, I can pass block if you need me. I can take kick returns and punt returns back too if you need me, but sometimes the coaches probably don't want to put me back there in that position. But I really think that uh, the versatility like him and Christian McCaffrey, that's, like I said, I just look at running backs as somebody who can do more than just run through somebody. So, like, I love watching Derrick Henry and I root for him all the time, but, like, my favorite running back is Alvin Kamara or it's, it, I wouldn't even put Christian McCaffrey at a tie. It's Alvin Kamara first. <laughs> yeah, the Swiss Army knives are always fun to watch, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. They can do it all, all that. All right. right. I think that's all, that's all the questions I got for you, man. For sure, for sure. Appreciate right, you so taking the time out. Of course. No, thank you for uh, for coming on. So um, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, thank you, Ellis, for hopping on and talking to me. Uh, I'll head up to the uh, spring game on Saturday. Maybe we can meet up there, whatever. For sure. Um, Thanks. Uh, all right. Thank you so much. Thanks for watching Tsunami Talk. Um, all right. Everybody have a good one. All right. Peace. Peace.